Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to your second Real Film Nerds Podcast of the week. It is almost Christmas time. November is coming to a close. God, I hate Christmas. Anyways, I'm your host, Mr. Matt Hinshaw, at Hinshaw Photo on the social medias, or you can follow us, the podcast of Real Film Nerds, at Real Film Nerds, everywhere and everywhere and everywhere, Instagram and the Facebooks and the Twitters and the whatever. And then don't forget to follow our sister podcasts. I've announced them before. They will be in our show notes. Make sure and check them out. But... Enough about sisters. Let me talk about my brother. Literally, almost literally, but definitely figuratively, definitely emotionally, not physically, though. Mysterious Mike. Well, thanks, man. Um... Dude, seriously, the other day when I was talking to my mom at Thanksgiving, she literally referred to you as my brother. Whoa. That was pretty cool. She also, I think, is getting dementia and she's going to shoot me for saying that publicly but whatever well i'll take it i'll take (laughs) i'll take it as as your brother um are you ready for uh the review of the movie kind of like you know the synopsis is it is it heat with ladies kind of yeah so all right mike you ready for my quote yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, here is my quote from the heist movie that we are talking about today, known as Widows. <clears throat> what I've learned from men like my father and your husband is that you reap what you sow. I like that quote. That's a good Dude, quote. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, Mike. So let's do it. Go ahead and give us the rundown for Widows. All right, uh, Widows was uh, directed by uh, Steve McQueen. Uh, writers are Jillian Flynn, Steve McQueen, and uh, Linda uh, LaPlante. Uh, starring uh, Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth uh, DeBecky, Liam Neeson, and John Bernthal. Uh, set in contemporary Chicago amid a time of turmoil, four women with nothing in common except a debt left behind by their dead husbands, criminal activities, take fate into their own hands, and conspire to forge a future of their own terms. Yeah, I like this movie. I, I thought it was pretty entertaining, but it's a little bit slow. But I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Dude, I'm not going to argue that it was slow. It was slow and it was boring. And I mean, I don't want to get too crazy about it, but I've seen a couple camps on this movie. Either you hate it, you love it, or you think it's just average. There's kind of not like, you know... A love hate or anything. It's you know, and I fall in that that third class. I I think this movie was just average. I didn't think it was anything special. I know, I know you're gonna f- 
strangle me for it. No, but no, I no, just, no. That's okay, man. You're allowed to have your opinion. I mean, well, and that's you know fine. what I think it is, and honestly, you know what I think it is, and we've talked a lot about this this past year, almost year of podcasting. We're at what nine months, ten months. Something like that of this podcast, uh, however uh, long it is. I think it's nine or ten months, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're coming up there. We're coming up on our year, people, which that's going to be a fun episode. We'll, t- we'll get into that in a couple months when we actually do it. But anyways, what I think screwed me up for this, and I know movie critics that don't do this, but I think the trailer is what really screwed me up because the trailer makes it look like it's this big, badass, heist, action-y kind of movie. And then you go into it and there literally is no action until the last 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, it is it is pretty slow. So I, it's fine. I like the character building. I They did a very good job at that. But I still think they should have done a little bit more chopping in the edit bay. Just my opinion. Just my thoughts. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It's just I found it to be a little droll the first two-thirds of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely takes a little while to build. This is a building movie. And I like that. But I can understand why a lot of people wouldn't like it it's 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 kind of a slow burn i guess on how everything goes but i i i really enjoyed it i but that's fine there's lots of movies that are slow burns that i really enjoy one that you know you didn't enjoy at all but uh bad times at el royale i really enjoyed that movie and that movie is for sure a slow burn as well it's just also an odd ass movie too, but yeah, I, I, and I don't know why I didn't like it as much. Like I like Drew Goddard. I just uh, I don't know why I, like, I didn't like that movie as much. It's I really liked it. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite of his, but I really enjoyed seeing it. I thought it was great. But you know, benefits of Widows though was the acting. The acting was very good. Viola Davis. I mean, come on. She is just incredible. She could act her way in, I think, any freaking role you gave to her. Seriously, she is that good. Yeah, no, she was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. You, she really feels like she is. Um, what's the character's name? Veronica. Like, she is not Viola Davis. She is Veronica. Like, she just is. And, you know, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. I haven't seen Michelle Rodriguez really do a whole lot lately. This is one of her bigger roles, at least in recent years. And I really think she did a, a great job. I think she did, you know, nothing special, but she didn't do bad. You know, she did better than average for sure. And then Elizabeth uh, Debicki. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Debicki, I think. Debicki. Okay. I really, uh, I, I can't say much about her. I've never, you know, I haven't seen her or maybe I don't recognize her from other movies or whatever, but, uh, I think she did a pretty dang good job. Um, especially some of the stuff she had to do, like in her story, it was pretty dark. Um, the two that did, uh, surprise me though, was Robert Duvall and Colin Farrell. I just, 
Yeah, that was kind of a, yeah, I'd say kind of a let, let down, if I was being honest. Yeah. So, and then um, uh, Carrie Coon. Uh, she is a pretty well-known actress now. She, I recognize her from The Leftovers and The Post and from Gone Girl. Um, she's really cutting her teeth and she's in a lot of stuff. And her role in this film was really not big at all. And that was kind of shocking to me. I thought for sure if they were going to cast someone that well-known that she would have had a little bit bigger role, but she didn't. So that's, you know, it is what it is. You know, she's also in the uh, FX uh, TV series of Fargo, and she was like the main character, and it was fantastic. So maybe that's what it is. She's just more known for TV. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you fall asleep? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't fall asleep. I'm just messing with you. All right, Mike. So what did you absolutely love about Widows? It was a slow burn. You already said that. Was it the acting? Was it the story? Um, I kind of enjoyed the story of what happens with the widows after, and uh, without giving away too much, uh, I you know I I I just enjoyed that part of the movie, and. Um, there's there's kind of a lot of build up and all this stuff and it was it was it was kind of interesting to see a different take and I thought it was well done because things went wrong and how everything went down I felt was authentic Like, everything didn't go perfectly. But uh, they adjusted uh, to what did happen, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, Man, you are having a hard time not spoiling it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, and that's what's interesting is when I was talking with uh, Frankie Lala, my brother-in-law, about it. He went and saw it with my mom when she was there visiting for the holidays, uh, and I was trying to get him to tell me more about it, and he really couldn't talk about it at all without ruining the whole thing. And so he was like, well, it's this, and then he's, but I can't, and it was so funny. But, so I went and saw it. So what What? what did you think, Matt? What, what, what? Oh, I already told you what I thought. I, I thought it was mediocre. It was yeah. just very long. Very, very long. There's lots of parts that I think could have been cut out. Um, I don't want to get in too much spoilery kind of stuff yet. But uh, there's some scenes where I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And there's some scenes where it's like, huh? And then there was some characters that were introduced. And I'm like, where the hell did they come from? And why are we paying attention to this? And, you know, it all starts coming together at the end which is fine, that's good, but still there was a lot of it where I was like, okay, so? I don't know. Right, right, you weren't, like, you weren't sold, you weren't You weren't hooked. No, definitely not. 
Dude, what are you doing over there? I keep hearing you banging shit. Um, oh, you're cracking open another beer, aren't you? Michael's medicine, as we call it in the Real Film Nerds podcast. Yep, another, another medicine pill is opened. Pill? It's not a pill. You get a whole can of it. A whole can of medicine. That's a pill. It's a pill. <laughs> All right, Mike. So um, clearly we're not going to get very far talking about this movie without spoiling it. So let's do it. Let's play our incredible, awesome music again. Mike, how does Widows relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, uh, Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, this is uh, Elizabeth uh, DeBecky. De uh, she's in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Volume 2. What, what role does she play in Volume 2, Mike? Because I really did not recognize her being in that movie whatsoever. She's one of those uh, shiny uh, gold people. The uh, Oh, no way. The ones that from... Okay, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of that planet, but the ones that are attacking... Yes, like right in the beginning of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the people that they're... Yep, yep, that's her. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, see, I, I thought I... Uh, see, I was like, I bet you I've seen her in other movies that just don't recognize her. Ah. Uh, Damn it, now I feel like an idiot. Anyways. Whoa. All right, folks. For those of you who aren't paying attention, the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe means that we are now going to spoil the living hell out of Widows. And we will, because it is really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it, because there's a lot of spoiler territory from start to finish in this movie. So, Mike, I will let you kick off our spoiler-filled version of Widows. All right. Um, it's um. Uh, let me let me think. How am oh I gonna... shit! Fine, then I'm going. I'll just put it out there. You're gonna fucking hate it, but I'm putting it out there. Liam Neeson, come on. He is billed as like being this big time dude in this movie, and he's literally in it for like four minutes. Yeah, but I mean, Liam Neeson's awesome. Come on, but man. I know. I know. I know. He is awesome. Oh, and did you see the trailer that came out before this? I don't know if you saw it yet or not. That's going to be like Taken in the Snow. No. What? There's... <laughs> uh, oh, oh no. I love it. I love it. Taken in the Snow. Oh, yeah. We always it's make a... fun of uh, Liam Neeson because every movie is like Taken in a different variation. Taken in the plane. Taken on the ground. Taken in whatever. Now, it, it, it's not going to quite be, like, taken in the snow. It's actually basically a revenge movie. But um, it's called uh, Cold Pursuit. And they had the trailer for it before it. And it's coming out, I think, in February? Oh, do they have it on here? I don't know if they have it on the IMDb's. Uh, in theaters, February 8th. Yeah, coming soon, and it's called Cold Pursuit. Here you go. Here's the synopsis, just for those of you who are just tickling to hear more about Taken in the Snow. 
A snowplow driver seeks revenge against the drug dealers he thinks killed his son, based on the 2014 Norwegian film In Order of Disappearance. All right. So it's taken in the snow. Yep, it's taken in hilarious. the snow. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, dude. When I saw that, I was thinking of you the whole time during that trailer. I was like, Mike is going to freaking love this. We're going to have to see this one. But anyways, okay, so. Ugh, damn it. I don't want to take over this whole part, but I'm going to take it a little bit. Carrie Coon, who's hardly in this movie at all, fairly big time actor. She's the one that's hooked up with Liam Neeson. That's it. Like, they never explain any more about her story whatsoever. And her husband was one of the guys on the original job that died. But yet she hooked up with Liam Neeson. Neeson's character. I just... It, she was a throwaway character. You could have left her completely out of the film. Yep. Yep. No. And it bothered me how much time they spent. Just that whole scene where he's like hiding in the fucking the food storage closet or whatever. It's just... Ugh. Ugh. That's one of my complaints. Okay, do you got yours now? You ready to go? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't have any real complaints. I I enjoyed the movie. Well, no, man. not complaints. Just spoilery talk, like things you liked, things you didn't like. Uh, you that you can go like wide whole hog on. Okay. Um. Like okay, one thing. Damn it! I keep saying like, 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 like. Damn it! All right. The girl we were talking about, Elizabeth Debecki. Her character, I really thought it was interesting. This is one thing I really enjoyed. I really thought it was interesting that after her husband died and after everybody died and blah, blah, blah and all that, the only thing that she can figure out to do or that her mom convinces her to do is to be a freaking escort? Are you serious? That was interesting. <laughs> you got to admit, that was a really interesting storytelling part in that movie. Like She's like, well, your husband died. You might as well sell your vagina. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> really? <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I mean, that's one hundred percent true. Uh, but I did like uh, when she went to buy uh, the handguns for uh, the job that they were doing, and she picked out this this. Uh, uh, I don't even know how you would say this. Uh, Butch, American woman. Butch American woman, yes. And uh, she played this whole, like, scared Russian, and it was... Yeah, the scared Russian mail-order bride. Oh, that was great. To me, I love that because it, it just seemed more realistic. Like, oh, yeah, that was so good. That was so she smart. Is, is tall, just beautiful woman, and it's like... I don't think you're from here and uh yeah i i liked how that was i thought that was kind of cool yeah it, that was a that was a really good scene and then it was like she almost guilted her kids like it was it, it was good her kids are like well you always told us we need to protect ourselves oh man you know uh, I don't want to complain because I'll, I'll sit here and tear this movie apart a little bit. And I know you really liked it. But you know, the probably 
maybe not the biggest letdown, but one of the biggest letdowns for me in this movie was Robert Duvall, man. He just, he just, ugh. You know, his part wasn't huge in it. Yeah, he was just there. That whole scene between Colin Farrell and Robert Duvall, granted most of them are that one, but the one when they're in the office, Colin Farrell's office, and Robert oh, Duvall's yeah, yeah, yeah. ripping him a new asshole, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That whole scene, it felt like Robert Duvall was either completely making up his lines, or he just flat out forgot to rem- memorize them. He was stumbling all over the place, he just seemed like he was lost. It really was just kind of disappointing, especially from such a good actor. Yeah, but maybe it was supposed to show his memory loss. I don't know. Yeah, but they really don't allude to it in the entire movie. Sure, they're trying to explain that Robert Duvall is this feeble old politician that's on his way out and that his son, Colin Farrell, is the one that's now taking over and running things. But even Colin Farrell, you know, Colin Farrell had like a weird, like Irish, Boston-y, Northeast kind of accent. And this movie takes place in Chicago. Yeah, that's true. That didn't make sense. I mean, Boston, Chicago, what's the difference? Yeah, they're right next to each other. You're you're right. <laughs> All right, Mike, are you falling asleep or what's going on over there, buddy? No. Because I'm no. trying to get you get you talking about this movie that you like so much, and I am just tearing it apart. <laughs> Convince <laughs> me that it was a good movie, Mike. No, I really liked it. I uh, I don't know. I I like the different parts where uh, you know, all the female characters are getting ready to rob the place, and I thought it was really cool. Um, oh, oh shit! I just thought of another one that bothers me. Sorry. All right, go ahead. Go. Okay, you know the hairstylist chick? Yes, the the athletic runny one. Yeah. What the hell was that all about? I mean, I when you look back at the end when they explain and why you're paying attention to her story and why you care. But are you serious? You randomly pick your babysitter who also happens to be a hairstylist and an Olympic runner. She's going to be your driver now? That was, I don't know, dude. That is not believable at all to me. Well, I mean, when the other guy got murdered, the like, I, re- I even liked the guy. He seemed like a nice dude and he just got, he got destroyed. Yeah, and I totally did not think they were going to murder him. I thought they were just going to rough him up. And I was like, well, shit. Like, I felt like that part in the movie, like, let you know. Yeah, this is this is real life, and it's going to be rough. Dude, what about, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays, like, the Enforcer? Um... Oh, dude, I'm forgetting his name. Um, uh, you know which actor I'm talking about? He he he's been in like everything, and like every single freaking role he's doing is like completely different. Like he was in um, um, Black Panther. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, dude. 
Yeah, uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya. He was the main guy in uh, Get Out. He was in uh, Black Panther. He was in Sicario. And he's done all these different roles. And then in this movie, he's like this enforcer, not giving a shit kind of gangster. And he pulled it off really well. Uh, I liked it. I thought he did great. Okay. He was one of the he cool. was one of the standout actors that I did enjoy in this because you know he was this uh, African uh, kind of goody not goody two shoe but you know he was one of the guys in Wakanda the, one of the big uh, more prominent speaking roles in Wakanda and then he has this role where he's this gangster where he's just not giving a shit about who he murders, how he murders them, or where he murders them. I mean, come on. The dude in the wheelchair, he straight up shanks that dude so bad. Right. And he's in a wheelchair, for Christ's sake, and he just unflinchingly doesn't care. Yeah. that's. I think that was some pretty good acting. Different worlds. All right, Mike. So I think I, I know what how many reels you're gonna give this. But uh let's 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 jump into it anyways. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh you go first. Uh, I went first last time. Alright, so Mike, it, Widows, I didn't think it was a terrible movie, but I also didn't think it was anything special. And I was kind of alluding to that earlier. I give Widows three out of five reels. Right. It's a solid average score. It's a C. It's in the middle. It, you know, there was parts that, as I just pointed out over the past twenty minutes, that were really good that I really enjoyed. There was some really good acting, and then there was some disappointing moments, and the story kind of drolled on. And you know, the end was wonderful. The end was very good. So, all right, Mike, your turn. How many reels do you give widows? Um. I think I give Widows, uh, I'm going to give it three reels. Three? I thought you liked this movie. I did. Wow. I'm super harsh, man. Wow. Well, or did I convince you that it was, it was that bad? No, no, you didn't. No, no. It's because it wasn't like taken. (laughs) Uh, yeah, the, uh, let's see. How would this be taken? Uh, taken. Taken in Chicago. Taken in Chicago, yeah. Oh, no. Lady Taken. Yep. Lady Taken. Mm-hmm. I like it. Did you fall asleep? No, not yet. Okay. Keep awake. Keep awake. We're almost done recording, Mike. You can do it. You can do it. No, I'm awake. All right. So, everyone, thank you very much for joining us for another wonderful episode of the Real Film Nerds podcast. Don't forget to like our sister podcasts out there and listen to them and support them and support local podcasting. Hell, just support podcasting in general, you know? Turn off the TV, turn off the video game, and listen to some people talk, or hell, throw us on in your car. That's always fun. Unless you get mad and crash into a sign-in. We don't want that. But <laughs> Yeah, just that. So, Mike, next week, what are we going to be talking about next week? 
Well, uh, I don't know. You don't know? We were just discussing it earlier. Yeah, what do you... you... uh, uh, I'm thinking, since we typically do our new movies on Tuesday, and we do, you know, our older movies, or Legacy Cast, or Tributary on Thursdays, there's quite a few movies out there right now. Um, One of them is blowing up the box office, and I actually saw it twice. Um, I think we probably should talk about Wreck-It Ralph, or not Wreck-It Ralph, but Ralph Breaks the Internet, a.k.a. Wreck-It Ralph 2. I think we should probably do that for our new one next Tuesday. Yeah, I agree. And then Thursday, I know this one is near and dear to both our hearts. It's an old movie. It is definitely almost at the point where it's a B movie. It's kind of off the beaten path as well. Not a lot of people know about it, but I loved it. I know you loved it. I think we maybe even saw it in the theater together, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But uh, that is uh, a little film called Hackers, starring Angelina Oof. Jolie when she was really young. Yeah, I think I think we might have seen that together. I think. Yeah, I honestly think we probably saw it in the theaters at R and M back then. Yeah, yeah. Because I I, I, I I remember just being blown away by it. I thought it was so incredible. Yeah, it honestly inspired me to be my job today uh computer engineer it's kind of weird uh even though it has really nothing to do with the movie but yeah and it's really inspired i think both our loves of just technology in general yeah i think hackers and matrix really set the oh, tone yeah. definitely so for those of you who have not seen hackers and would like to see it before we do our review next week um, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, Hackers is on Amazon Prime right now. So you can go stream it right now. And, uh, you know, listen to us rant and rave about it because I'm sure we're probably going to love the hell out of it and all of you are probably going to hate it. So whatever. I don't care. We're going to talk about it anyways. Woo! Woo! <laughs> all right, Mike. You got anything else you want to add about widows or hackers or the end of November or anything? Uh, no, no, I, I, I think you've covered everything and, uh, yeah, I look forward to talking about hackers or, or, uh, any other early movies that, that really influenced us like, uh, the matrix. Ah, man. When I yeah, think, that's, when that's I, gonna be a long legacy cast, dude, when we do Matrix. When I think of the Matrix or or the Hackers, like those movies, they really did define my life. So yeah. Um You know what else is gonna be real interesting next week and I just thought about it? Ralph Breaks the Internet deals with a lot of technology in itself. And so we'll have a new technology kind of based movie and an old technology based movie. Huh. In the same week. That'll be cool. Yeah. That's no. a, I didn't even mean to do that. Huh. That'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. No, that, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. So I'm looking forward to Ralph Breaks the Internet. I want to see it. Well, all right, Mike. Well, then uh, go ahead and uh, take us out of here, sir. Yeah, uh, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on our uh, next pod. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.